podcast of Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Eshen, the General Overseer of Spirit Life Revival Ministries and the Executive Pastor at the Oracle's Place, the ministry's headquartered branch in Accra, Ghana. A message centered on faith, the prophetic, wisdom, the anointing, and the supernatural. Stay with us because there is a word arranged and aligned by God for you in today's podcast. Now, today's message. I'm still dealing with the king's palace, the protocol of entry, remaining and exiting. The protocol of entering the king's palace, remaining in the king's palace, and how you gloriously exit the king's palace. I don't want to go back to some of the things I said last two weeks, but last week I spent time to talk to you about the protocol of entering the king's palace. Now that we understand that there is a realm, there is a position that makes the glorious gifts of God buried in us come to the world stage. How do we use what God has given to us to get to the place we are meant to be? I first wanted to understand that being a born again Christian does not qualify you to walk in the realm of excellence, success, and uh, influence. Until you understand um, your right as a Christian and the place it places you, you will become a frustrated Christian. I have seen people who are genuinely born again and genuinely they are sick. It is not the fault of God. I have seen people who are genuinely born again and genuinely they are struggling in life. It is not the fault of God. What you know is not enough until you translate and interpret what you know into actions. So knowing what you need to do to come out from the situation you are in doesn't mean you will come out from that situation until you translate what you know into action, you will never walk in the dimension of blessing. And I've also made you to understand that God has a lot of wishes, a lot of desire for us, but above all the wishes and the desire, he says that he wishes that we will prosper. And that is not a word from your pastor, this is a word from the throne room of God. He said, I wish above all things. That means there are a lot of wishes, but above all of them, I wish that you will prosper. Because your prosperity is of paramount importance to God. When you prosper, becoming an evidence and becoming an example is cheap. When you prosper, you winning souls becomes easy. So God said, it is my desire. Now, even though this is what God, God, this God's desire, that desire will not be seen in your life when you don't know what to do. So we want to learn what to do 
so we get to the place where we can prosper. First Samuel chapter 16, verse 16 to 18. First Samuel chapter 16, verses 16 to 18. In case you don't know where Samuel is, go to the last book of the Bible, which is Revelation. Immediately after Revelation, you will see First Samuel chapter 16, verse 16 to 18. Let our Lord now command thy servant, which are before thee, to seek out a man who is a cunning player on a harp, and it shall come to pass when the evil spirit from God is upon thee, that he shall play with his hand, and thou and that thou shalt be well. And Saul said unto his servant, Provide me now a man that can play well and bring him to me. Then answered one of the servants and said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, not a boy of Jesse, not a brother of Jesse, a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, that is cunning in playing, and a mighty violent man, and a man of war, and prudent in matters, and a comely person, and the Lord is with him. Now here the Bible talks about a young boy called David who was gifted with the investment of God. But with all that God has given to him, he was still in the valley of obscurity. He attended school at the Wilderness University. Nobody knew of his gift. Nobody knew what God has put within him. But where he was never took out the glory and the giftings of God within him. And I need someone to understand this morning, no matter who you are, no matter where you are, no matter what you have done, what you carry is still intact. And so David was still in the wilderness, but God has put so many things within him. And everything that God has put within you will be revealed in time. So just by the process of time, some of us years ago were young people, some years ago we were sucking breasts, but years after we have transformed into full grown men, full grown women and because somebody laid a foundation and understood the place of time. So you have a father, you have a mother who spent time talking to you, who spent time training you. By the process of time you have grown to be a responsible or an irresponsible person in whichever way you might have decided to go. And so while David was there, he was still working, even though he was serving under his father. He had had the opportunity to become a servant or to become a shepherd and never took that privilege for granted. Whatever life will hand over to you, please don't joke with it. If you are looking for the ultimate and the immediate is available, find a way to use the immediate even to get to your ultimate. You have a dream that one day you become the CEO of 25 companies, but now you don't even have money to start that company, but you have what it takes to work under somebody. Work under that place with the vision of getting to the ultimate. 
work under the person, making sure that you discharge every responsibility you have been given as a Christian who is working as a kingdom mandated person. Am I talking to somebody? And so David, as a young guy, had the opportunity to take care of the father's sheep. And one day there was this, this dangerous animal who came to devour one of the things that the father has put him in charge of it. It could be you are working in a company and you are in charge of a sector or of a department. You need to learn what it takes to protect what you have been given. You need to learn what it takes to multiply it. You need to learn what it takes to secure it. So David said even though my father is not around I am not the one responsible to keep charge over this animal and I will not wait till I lose one. So when the animal come to devour the sheep David put his life in jeopardy. He put his life in danger. We are in a generation where people will only sacrifice when it concerns them. But when it concerns other people it doesn't hurt them. But understand that you cannot live until you make enough people to live. You cannot have interpretation into your dream unless you have interpreted the dreams of many other people. It is the interpretation of other people's dream that brings your dream to life. So you ask me who is Dangote? And what is the difference between Dangote and Yugote? The difference between Dangote and Yugote is that you are thinking about yourself while Dangote is thinking about other people. What are the products I can release out there? What are the services I can release out there? Once he releases this product and service out there, it begins to meet need. It begins to solve people's problems. And once people's problems are being solved, his money problems are being solved. The easy way to reach where you are going is to help enough people get to where they are going. Until you do that, you will never get there. So David put his life in danger and rescued the sheep out of the mouth of this dangerous animal. Can you come to a realm where you are put over something that you will do everything it takes to secure, to protect, to increase, to multiply what you are in charge of. If someone asks you today, I am traveling and I want my child to spend the weekend with you. Will he see the child better or bitter? Will he see the child abused, destroyed or helped? If you are taking care of an orphan, are you sure that 25 years from now, the orphan can look at your face and say, thank you for what you did in my life? Or the orphan will say, I regret ever coming into contact with you. How do you respond to things that you, you will not directly benefit? How? Until self-interest dies, and God's interest leave. We are not ready for a life of exploit and full of envy. Can I have an amen here? And so David did that. And whilst in the wilderness, he did not have a lot of friends. 
He did not look like other people. He could not drive the car other people were driving. He could not buy the house other was buying. He could not travel the way other people were traveling. But David never saw it as a disadvantage. You are the one who determined the situation you are in and not other people. And so today, I don't have a job. You can call me jobless, but that is wrong. I am just preparing myself in the backstage so when it's time for me to manifest, they will see what is in me. I don't know if you are getting me this morning. See, you, 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 you say you are married for 25 years, for 30 years, for 3 years, and when you see me, you call me single and not married. That is wrong. I'm just a young single person waiting for the appointed time to say yes, I do to the right person. So you are the main determinant of your situation. Never allow other people's opinion describe you when it's not in line with God's purpose for your life. Don't allow where you are destroy where you are going. Am I talking to somebody this morning? So when people said, look at David, why will your father make you the youngest be with the sheep? When other people were showing sympathy, were showing pity, David said, stop it. There comes a time in your life, you need to let some people who want to sympathize with you to keep quiet. There is a time for everything. There are times people want to ask you, so how, when, when, when? Tell them to keep quiet. I was listening to a man. This is a very powerful man. And he said, he has married for 25 years without a biological child. And I've seen how he has moved beyond that situation to affect the world, to an extent, even affect my life and affect my ministry. I can never go on social media without going to his page to be inspired. Why? When people were pitying him, he says, stop it. I might not have a biological child, but there are a lot of children out there I can decide to father them. Most of the time we begin to cry. God, why me? God, why me? Well, God, that, 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 that situation is an inspiration for innovation. Do you know, you don't know what you can do till you go through an issue. You don't know what to have until certain things come against you. Some of you, you are mafias in church. See, the reason why we have not seen the mafia aspect is because certain situations have not responded. I mean, I saw some church members beating some guys. It wasn't good anyway, but they beat. It was okay. I never knew they have different ways of handling people until that issue presented itself. So David said, you think this is a disadvantage situation, but I'm using it to sharpen my gift. When they call people to sing, my name is not part of it. I am still in the wilderness. I am still sharpening my gift. But most of the time, what we do, when our names are not mentioned, we just call into our shell and we begin to complain and we begin to say, the world is wicked. The world, no, the world is not wicked. The world responds to men who know what they have. The world responds to time men. 
You don't remember many years ago, we had people like uh, Ronaldinho, you know, here Ronaldinho, we heard about Ronaldo, but today, in this Fever World Cup, we are talking about Messi and Ronaldo. Are you here, somebody? So, when your time is up, you will shine. I said, when your time is up, you will. I said, when your time is up, you will. So, David decided to use that moment to train himself. I remember years when I used to preach and people would never be blessed by what I preach. When I preach, they begin to mock at me. I remember a conference I was invited to attend and whilst I was preaching, men of God have gathered at the back and they were telling themselves, look at him. He is Bernard El Bernard, but he doesn't know how to teach. He doesn't know how to preach. They were mocking me. When I heard it, I was not mad at any of them. I was just also working on my gift. Today, by the grace of God, it will take a special favor for me to step on their platform if God has not intervened. Yeah, because now, work on it. Just somebody work on it. Look at the next person say, work on it. Look at the next person say, work on it. There is something you have go and work on it. So David kept on working on it, working on it. He was alone. He was working on it. No friend. He was working on it. He wasn't wearing fashionable he was working on it. He did not know how to do makeup. He was still working on it. What you work on in the night is what we show during the day. So if you did nothing in the night, we won't see anything during the day. What you do during the sowing time is what we show during the harvest time. So in the time of sowing, it's not an easy time. What you should have eaten, what you should have enjoyed, what could have satisfied you, and you decide to sow it, you decide to plant it, it's not easy. But if you can have that tenacity of purpose, that ability to let it go, begin to sow into your vision, begin to sow into your future, begin to sow into that relationship, begin to sow into that dream to day, tomorrow harvest time people will come and they will congratulate you. They will congratulate you. Congratulations. I don't remember the last time I was paid salary. They don't pay me salary in this church. Years ago, I used to complain. God, where, where, where will my next meal come from? Where will my next meal come from? Because I was working on it. Now, when after working on it, my salary comes from everywhere. Say everywhere. Everywhere. Different streams. Everywhere. Because I work on it. Look at the person. Ask the person, what is it that you don't have today? The dream job. The dream life. The dream car. The dream house. The dream business. The dream connection. Work on it now. I say work on it now. Work on it now. So David worked on it until his work became profound. Have you heard that your character is like pregnancy? You cannot hide it forever. Whatever you work on is also like that. 
There comes a time where your giftings has been developed to a certain realm that people cannot ignore it. It becomes a self-invitation in itself. And there's somebody under the sound of my voice. I see what God has given to you. It's becoming an invitation. It's becoming a catalyst to pull and attention. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Receive it in the name of Jesus. Then in first Samuel chapter 16, the Bible makes us to understand that there was a problem in the palace. When you talk about the palace, they are looking for men and women who carry a certain kind of persona. They are not looking for everybody. In the realm of success, they are looking for certain people. So when there was a problem, the servant went to Saul and said, Sir, let us look for a man, not a boy who can play very well and last week I made it to understand become a man mature I don't know whether I've seen a beautiful lady but when she started talking you, you, you even felt sad for her have you ever seen a well dressed man rich guy begins to talk and you feel sorry Mature. Tell somebody mature. He said, Now, first, let's look for a man, not let's look for anointing, not let's look for prayer. In the world stage, prayer does not count. In the world stage, anointing does not count. But you want to tell me you don't need anointing? That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is that David was anointed. But you see, he had also matured because the world see maturity, they don't see anointing. In a business executive meeting, when you say Matthew chapter 5 verse 15, they will not understand. But when you start with your powerful and creative proposal, they will understand. But they don't know that those things came out of prayer and came out from the anointing. So anoint yourself, but get to the worst state with maturity. Get there with the result. That's what I'm talking about. In the worst state, they don't know Jesus. But they, they will understand Jesus in product. They will understand Jesus in excellence. They will understand Jesus in, in services. I hope I'm talking to somebody this morning. They said, look for a man. They said, they did not say Christian. Some of us, this workout, we are supporting all kinds of team. Have you asked them, the team you are supporting, do they pay tight or not? You don't care about that. What you are looking for now is entertainment. So as long as they can entertain you, their religion does not matter. Maybe you are supporting Spain. Have you asked yourself, how many of them are Christian? No. What you see, when result shows up, religion does not matter. God is bringing you to a realm where you are going to take over the Muslim world because of your giftings, because of your ability. Somebody receive it in the name of Jesus. Somebody receive it in the name of Jesus. Huh. Ronaldo, did you see him praying before he scored? When skill is needed, prayer is not necessary. But that doesn't mean other people did not pray. Because he alone couldn't have saw, scored the goal. So among the people on 
the field, there are some of them who are believing Christians. And maybe they also entered their chamber and they prayed. So it was not only a matter of skill. So please be very careful. Please. I hope I'm talking to somebody. I was looking at the France team. And when they said it was the France team, I was surprised. I said, is it the Senegal team or, or the Nigeria team or what? I saw blacks. Black man, they say he's from France. I first saw that when you know what to do, your color, you can be of any nation. You can be born to, to Ghanaian parent and decide to become the prime minister. Well, I've told you there's coming a time, and the time is very close, where the prime minister in, of, of, of England, of, of, of Britain, would be a black man. Yeah. How many years? Oh, very close. Well, I'm not prophesying this morning, so. In the evening, I'm talking about frustrating prophecy with your lifestyle. How can you receive a prophecy and be a millionaire? And even one bedroom you have not been able to buy. And you eat three square meals a day. Who told you that meals are supposed to be square? Even the meals with you are not square. But you say, as a man, I need to eat three square meals a day. Look at your life. You are frustrating prophecy with your lifestyle. <laughs> Hallelujah. Well, I think I'm talking all. Or what do you think? All those who did not come to church, um, you can send your offering. If you are in Ghana, send it through mobile money. 024-79-99-110. Send it. Don't say that, Papa. You see the rain. We know, but we are here. So you bring the offering. If you did not come, watch online. Send the offering. Or what do you think? Yeah. So they said, look out for a man. And when David was brought, they saw that the guy, number one, was a son. And today, I want to wish all fathers happy Father's Day. All potential fathers, happy Father's Day. I want to wish my biological father, Mr. Philip Minsa Ishen, happy Father's Day, Daddy. Reverend Olumide Emmanuel, Reverend Dr. Victor Ose, Apostle Dauda Miwazi, um, Apostle Emmanuel Nkum, my father, my father, uh, Reverend Ebo Asan, my father, my father. I want to wish them a happy Father's Day. And those potential, Chris, don't look at my face. You are not a father yet. You were a male, but not a father. Maybe you are a father in a son, so later we wish you. So all those who want happy Father's Day for me, forget it. You want happy Father's Day. <laughs> Let me give happy, <laughs> happy Pastor's Day. Well, we'll create one for pastors, so we will, what do you think? So I think I'm done. So last week, so, so he's a son, he's also a cunning player, he's a vi mighty violent man, and he's a man of war. Which a man of voice talking about confidence. Some of you don't have confidence at all. Your confidence is in when you, what you wear. The day you make, you, 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 you are able to put on makeup, 
that's when you can talk proper. You don't have confidence. You cannot. So if you don't wear makeup, no church. Some of you, the day you wear long heels, that's why you are confident. Because you think you are very short. He said, he's a man of war. Okay, so now let, 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 let me close with these few points. And he's also prudent in matters. He's wise. The guy was intelligent. Since you graduated from university, you have not even bought a single book. If you see a man without a book, run away. If you see a woman without a book, run away. She's dangerous. He is dangerous. I'm telling you. You don't have a book. You buy. Well. Okay. You let continue. He is a comely person. His appearance is on point. Some of you, you are intelligent, but your appearance has problem. When people see your appearance, they get confused. They don't know who you are. They don't know where you are coming from. How can you be born again and you not dress nice? How? Dress nice according to what you have. Or what do you think? Not dressing to please or impress anybody. Just dress nice. Or what do you think? You don't have any cologne. You don't have any perfume. You have all kinds of smell. Appearance. When I get there, I will show you something. You think it's all about, Father, let us pray, let us pray. It is very important. I will come to that place. And the Lord is with him. The Lord is with him also has to do with his relationship with God. Has to do with the place of anointing. Has to do with the place of character. Has to do with the place of prayer. We will come all of them. So, with all this thing, the Lord was still with him. So, number one, last week I said, the protocol of being skillful and competent in your work. Whatever you are doing, be skillful in it. Be competent in it. Be the best at your job. Because the best will be demanded from you. Being competent also means be effective and efficient with your work. We put you in charge of a department. Be effective and efficient. You don't need anybody to instruct you. Learn everything possible about your work. I spoke about it last week, so let me move on. I gave you Proverbs 22, 29. Do you see someone skilled in their work? They shall serve before kings. They shall not serve before officials of low rank. And number two, I said the protocol of using your gift to turn questions into answers. The Lord, the world is looking for men and women who have answers to questions. The world is looking for men and women who have the solutions to problems. As long as you have the answer, they will not ask you for your certificate. They will, I, I don't remember, I've not been in Bible school. There is no platform I have mounted, they have asked me, can we see your certificate? What Bible school did you do? What gift is speaking? Paperwork become irrelevant. But I will show you where paperwork is relevant. So, yeah. You know, I have a gift. I don't have any paperwork. Now, so, use your giftings to solve problems. Develop your gifting. Nurture your gifting. Package your gifting. Release your gifting. Proverbs 18, 16. A man's gift 
makes room for him and brings him before the great. So if you want to be brought before the great, please locate one gift, sharpen that gift, develop that gift, and release that gift. Great men will come. Number three, I said, the protocol of being matured and being able to handle pressure. I bet everybody here that no matter how pressed you are to wee-wee, you cannot sit on your seat and wee-wee. If you can do, do it right and let's see. So, but you know that if the person is a child, it doesn't matter. Like my son Minad, it doesn't matter. I am carrying him and he's wee-wee. He doesn't know that this is my father. He will just wee-wee like that. Be mature. Being mature means be disciplined. Know what to do per time. There is a time for sleeping. There is a time for dozing. There is a time for relaxing. And there is a time for working. Don't mix them up. As a young person, this is your time to sow. This is your time to learn. This is your time to plan your future. It is not time for partying. Keep on partying. We will see 20 years from now. The difference will be clear. The different. Keep on smoking weed. Because there are people in church who are still smoking weed. They are smoking weed. Last night as I was praying, I saw young lady smoking weed. Sniffing cocaine. They are Christians. You are looking at my face. They are Christians. Smoke. Do you know Accra Psychiatric Hospital? Smoke. This is not your time for fooling. It's a time to go to school. It's a time to package yourself for where you want to go. You have that possibility of becoming the first female president of Ghana. But what are you doing now? What ask someone, what are you doing now? And this will happen if you are not very careful. You begin to blame your father, blame your mother, blame your auntie. And if there is an old grandmom in the house, who makes noise at unusual hour, then you can find a man of God who doesn't think right to tell you your grandmother is responsible. You say, yeah, man of God, you are too deep. You are too deep. Be disciplined. When you are disciplined, there comes a realm you cannot attribute the wrong things in your, the wrong happiness in your life to other people because you know you are responsible. Am I talking to someone? You went to school. Once other people were studying, you did not study. They graduated, they could not graduate. You don't have a job now. How can that be the fault of your mother or your grandfather? Well, there is a realm where spirit can also be in charge. So we have not gotten there yet. Am I talking to somebody? Oh, I'm not talking to somebody. Yeah. So number four. The protocol of serving the interests of the king. When you enter into the place of greatness, you are there to serve the interests of the king. The king could be a position. The king could be a personality. The king could be a gift. So when I look at Max Price, I look at Igwe, I look at Petra, I now what has brought them to where they are now is because of their gift. They should understand it is the gift they have that has opened room for them. If they begin to take the gift for granted, they'll be surprised because some young guys are coming. They are very dynamic more than them.
them and they can easily take your place. What has brought you to where you are? The protocol of serving the interests of the king. How can you at this stage of your life begin to abuse your father, begin to abuse your mother? You don't understand if it was not for your father, you wouldn't have been born. When you don't understand what has brought you to where you are, you begin to take it for granted. I don't have time to go into Father's Day because I did not plan to preach on Father's, about Father's Day, so let me keep my message like that. What has brought you to where you are? There are men, but there are certain men I don't take them for granted. And I've said, let me say it again, the only man who owns, who, who deserves my highest form of respect and worship, apart from God, is my father, Philip Minsa. No man can equal that level. No man deserves that. No. Because I came to this world through him. And I want to tell you, if we're here, the only man who deserves the highest form of respect, admiration, and worship is your biological father. I said, the only man. You, what you must give to your father, give it to me. You are sick. You have given me offering. You have never given your father an offering before. There is a problem with you. You keep on paying tight. You have never paid tight to your father before. There is a problem. Am I talking to somebody? What has brought you to where you are? Someone like Reverend Eboasan, my spiritual father. I have become what I have become because of him. How do I now begin to misbehave because I'm anointed? Because they call me Bernard L. Bernard. When I was Bernard L. by nothing, he was there. You are serving in a company. You don't know that you have salary because of where you are working. Keep on toying with the position. Keep on toying with the work. Other people are waiting to get the same place. You say it's no good. You are married because of that woman. Take it for granted. It will collapse. And it surprises you someone will take it. So, you are working for Vodafone. Why must you give MT and your attention? Why must everything about your life is MTN? You are with Ecobank. You promote Stanbic Bank than anything. Are you okay? The protocol of serving the interests of the king. How can you be a minister in the administration of Nana Adodanko Akufado and keep on promoting NDC? You will lose your place. You say you want them to lose. When they lose, you lose your position. So whoever you have become is because of some people. So one of the prayers you pray, God make them become what they must become. There are people, they sign one check into my hand. It turns a lot of things around. I don't joke with them. I said, I don't do what? I don't joke with them. Yesterday when I was, a certain lady came, a certain woman came to the house. I don't joke with them. Anybody who joke with that woman jokes with my life. How deep with you? If she called me in the morning, I'm there to pick it. Yeah. Because at the most difficult times of life, when I call upon her, she shows up. The, the, see, I'm doing ministry 
and surviving because of certain people. Because of certain people. My first church member was my wife. Prophet Vincent Bannerman has stood with us through it all. How do I give you more attention? I know you can go. But I know he's here. The protocol. I said to somebody, next, as we are moving next month, I told you we are moving. Whether you like it or not, we are moving. Whether you bring the money or not, we are moving. No matter whatever happened, we are moving. Let it do it. We are moving. We don't have money. We will move. We have money. We will move. You don't agree. We have already moved. People are looking for agreement. Let it rain. We are still moving. And I said, after we move, I'm going to cut all this moving around and becoming ambassador or preaching. Everywhere. I'm there. Everywhere. To concentrate. Because what no church has made me it is spirit life revival ministries. It is what God gave me that has made me. It is what people saw here. That made them invite me. Not what they saw somewhere. So is this, this is my king. This ministry is my king. That's why I can't leave this ministry and go and do something. It is my king. Have you been able to locate your king's palace? Where are you working? Who are you working with? Who are you working for? Do you know in the absence of... Now, I don't joke with National Theater. This is my king's palace. Because the day National Theater collapses, before we move, my church collapses. My church didn't collapse. The day they say they will not allow anybody to have church here, my church. So, so I make sure I pray for them. I make sure I ask God bless them. Because in their blessing, I'm still having my place. Where is your palace? Where do you have? Who are you serving? Are you serving a CEO? You were there to serve him, not to listen to other voices. You will lose your place. You were there. I, I, I met a woman in Nigeria, one of the most profound music ministers I have met. She's called Ephenetan. And you see, when men of God begin to gather, we discuss, we talk. And, and wow, they were praising this woman. I was shocked. Me, I, I know gift. The first day I preached, I was with Max Prince. When the lady mounted the stage to sing, I say, wow, how come that the world don't know this lady? Because you see gift, you see charisma, you see everything packaged in one. And the man of God said, do you know, if we are having, let's say, 15, 15 days program, she will block all her program, no matter how much they are giving him, she won't go. Because she understands. Reverend Emos Fenwa, Holy Ghost Christian Center is my king's palace. It's my king's palace. Your home is your king's palace. Wherever you sleep is your king's palace. How have you, how have you taken care of the place? As it rains, you will still go back to home. How have you kept it? Let it collapse. Your palace had collapsed. So, so the problem serving the interest of the king, serve the interest of your boss. You are not there to become a channel of complaint. In spirit life, I am the king here. You are not here to gather complaints and rumor about me. You are mad. Whether they are true or they are not true, you are mad. I am the king. 
here and you say you will sing. If you joke with or without Holy Ghost, I can tell you for the next five years, you will sing in this church. Watch it and see. Didn't I stop you two from singing? How many months did I give you? Three months. Say, sit down with your gift. You won't sing. Why? I am the king. And the king has authority. When he speaks, your boss, your work, he has authority. Make sure you don't offend him. When you offend your boss, you lose your job. Now, if you are, you are wise, you know you serve the interest of the king. You are not there to gather information to destroy him. You are not there to allow your character to destroy what he's doing. That's why if somebody is a pastor and that in here and doesn't know what I do in private, what I do in public affect Bernard L. Bernard. I suck you. You don't know. Say, this is my personal life. If my spirits go and steal, they will say, Bernard L. Bernard's son, Max Brace, has stolen. They, they'll find a way to add me to the story. If Igwe go and be somebody, they say the music director of Prophet Bernard's ministry called beating somebody. Now, when you understand this, you learn how to, how to gather your life. To protect the interest of the king. To protect the interest of the company you are working for. You go to work Monday and go at 9 o'clock. Tuesday, go at 11 o'clock. When there is no productivity, you will not have salary. Oh, I can do whatever they will pay me. Keep doing. Let the company collapse. You will see. You are praying. Oh God, my father is wicked. Let him lose his job. We will see where you get food to eat. Am I talking to somebody this morning? Am I talking to somebody? I sure I'm talking to you. Psalm 123 verse 2. Psalm 123 verse 2. Behold, as the eyes of servant look unto the hand of their master, of their masters, and as the eyes of a maiden unto the hand of her mistress, so our eyes wait upon the Lord our God until that he have mercy upon us. How can you be a Christian and you mention the name of Muhammad more than Jesus? How can you be a Jesus and you mention, come out devil, come out devil, then you say, come in here Jesus, come in here Jesus. How can you be in love and you mention somebody's name more than someone? Say, I'm in love with Regina and every day you are mentioning Anita. Anita, 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 Anita. You don't know. Well, I will come to this point. Number, but you remember that within last week or last week, they said that the, the, the CEO of uh, Ghana Export Promotion Authority has been sacked. You did not hear about that. You also heard that the CEO of Ghana Port and Harbors Authority has been sacked. Why did they sack them? If they are not living the interests of the king and their personal interests, I don't know what he has according to. Then the king, in the place of his excellency, had to wait to say exit. Because you are there primarily to fulfill the agenda of the king and not your personal agenda. Does it mean that in fulfilling the interest of the king, your interest will not come in? I will get there. Number six, the protocol of radiating number Number five, the protocol of radiating confidence. You can't walk with great men 
and great women when you are timid. When you are weak. You cannot. I, I had someone work for me and people called the line and maybe because she knows them that these are rich guys and these are people of high standing. He said, ma, thank you, ma. I said, sorry. You don't call any madam or mama or father here. I'm the only father. Anybody will call. Good afternoon, sir. Yes, okay, we'll get back to you. Okay, this. Mother. Mommy. Who is mommy? Stop! Giving people titles on the chest line, on my office line. Mommy. What mommy? Say, radiant confidence. You don't know that what you say is final. If you tell them they can't see him, he won't see me. Radiant confidence. Because what you do is a reflection of me. When the queen Queen of Sheba got to the palace of Solomon. She stopped talking about Solomon and started talking about the servant. Radiant confidence. Are you the personal assistant to a CEO? Radiant confidence. You were Christian. You are the ambassador of God. How can you radiate timidity? How? When I was, when I was not born again, I was very shy. Ask my mom. Ask my dad. Very shy. But when I became born again, master, what are you talking about? What are you saying? Look people eyeball for eyeball. What is that? He said, David was a man of war. He was a man full of confidence. He believed himself. He believed in what he can do. He believed he deserved it. Whatever you have, you deserve it. Confidence. Tell someone confidence. You, you will become a misfit in the palace when you have no confidence because age is not a problem in the palace that's why 35 year old girls will be treated with honor and 79 people have been treated with this disdain am I talking to somebody tell someone confidence have you ever met somebody who lied and lied to you believed in the lie and later when we find out he was lying, we're shocked. Because the confidence we did the best in life. You yourself cry, you were shocked. People come here to lie. You know, this church, anytime anybody needs money, they say, come to National Theater. <laughs> anytime someone is traveling and maybe doesn't have money to continue, say, come to National Theater. When Nigeria comes to town, they can't find a way. Oh, you, they will help you. Go from Sunday. And other people take. There, there was one guy who lied, eh? Hey. The guy who stole the drummer's um, laptop. You remember? That guy lied. I'm so so and so. And I used to work with so so and so. And for this number of months, I've not been paid. And this and this. And I have to travel to war. And this and this. And with proofs. Why would I believe? Because confidence. I'm not here because. Uh, and I kept on helping this guy. He would be at war. And I, that he was now. He was at Tema Station. Not at war. Tema Station. Tema Station. With all my prophetic, and I could not see. Because confidence covered the prophetic. And I kept on giving money. He call, I'll send money. I'll wire money. He comes out, I'll wire money. One day he came around. And I said, do you know that 
this your story is becoming too much. I won't mind you. And that day I said, I won't mind you. He was sitting somewhere and was looking at all of us. And so some people were looking, looking. he just entered here, picked the laptop, pocket the word, and started walking. Away, he was gone. For the laptop. So later we caught him. When he was caught, he was even lying in confidence. You cannot even speak the truth in confidence. That's some confidence. Sister, bear man is your pearl. Sister, I did ask you. I mean, you can't come in. Whoa. They are rough, Rono. Have you seen people like that? Well, I will say some things later. I will tell you. You go, you don't understand. Petra, you go, we interpret it. You go, it's a Ghanaian. You understand everything I say. Tell her. Ajit confidence. Tell some confidence. And you know that confidence boosts. Your confidence boosts by the way what you know. So increase your level of knowledge. By how you dress. One day, I was going to watch this many years ago. I was an usher. And somebody gave me a nice suit. And this was a, a very powerful conference in Takurare. And I wore my suit very well. Eh? And I had a nice Bible. And the way I was dressing, I was dressed, I looked like a senior pastor. So immediately I got there, the usher looked at me, sized me up, and said, Man of God, can I take your Bible? Hey, why not? Go on, I go, nobody take you. Would take, I gave my Bible. And she said, Please follow me. And I was following, and all my mates were said, as I look at that, I said, and, and I followed him. And he ushered me to the pastor's seat. I did not say anything. I sat down. Then, when it was time for introduction, they said that uh, um, we should write our name. Uh, I did not know what to write. So, those days, my name was just Bernard Nelson Nisha. So, I wrote Bernard Nelson Nisha. And they said, let us come. Um, uh, welcome bishop so so and so let us welcome reverend so so and so I mean I wrote Bernard and they said we also have here a uh, senior pastor of us senior pastor. like I still, I'm not I'm senior no. it's okay yes yeah, senior pastor here uh, reverend Bernard Nelson and I got up and I took all the fans how because of the way I was dressed but you dress anyhow if I dressed any, they would have given me any kind of seat my wife tells me of a story with one of her friend Adelaide and uh, they came for a program at the National Theater. And uh, the way the lady is a bit fat, and she has a Bible. And uh, so what they were going to say, Reverend, say, Reverend Adelaide, say, come, come. Say, yeah, that's my PA. My wife was a PA. And my wife followed her, and they gave them seat in front. Confidence, say confidence. Even those who lie, they lie in confidence. You want to be in certain places, timidity is not allowed. Last point. I close then next week. I continue. Hey, what do you mean we down? I think that maybe next week I continue. Or what do you think? Test some confidence. Test some confidence. Now look at the person sitting beside you. Look straight into the person's eye. Say if the person can't do it for one second, so spare the person. I impart the spirit of confidence. Enter the great places in life. Succeed all around. Make Christianity proud. 
Make the church of God proud. Make the universal church proud. Make God proud. May God take you over for you to take over in the media landscape. May you take over in entertainment. May you take over in media. May you take over in finance. May you take over in the area of infrastructure development. May you take over. Receive the spirit of excellence. Receive the anointing for excellence. Receive it now. Receive it now. In Jesus' name. Amen. We believe you have been blessed and inspired by today's word. For more such messages, follow God's Oracle via podcast at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Nation and at Prophetic Faculty. You can also reach Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on plus 233-55-00-0096 or follow Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on social media via the following handles at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on Instagram at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard Nelson Nation on Facebook and at Prophet Bernard L. Bernard on YouTube. Thank you and God bless you.